0: Hello again. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. So glad you joined us going into the garage area and talking to the folks who make these cars go around in circles. We are so glad that you're spending your time with us. Thank you for checking us out. I'm Steve Post, pit road reporter for Motor Racing Network, joined as I am each and every week by 25 time winning crew chief championship winning crew chief, Todd Gordon. Hello, Todd. How are you? I'm great. Monday afternoon racing at the Monster Mile. Second year in a row we've done that. Yeah. Yeah. And- Martin Truex has four wins at Dover. Yes. Three of them on Mondays. Three of them on Mondays, including that career first one years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Really, really good stuff. Um, Martin Truex Jr. finally got a win. This has been a team that's had a lot of close calls. This is a team that's had some drama around some of these close calls with some strategy calls, some frustration, driver to crew chief frustration, which seems to be the way that they operate over there. Boy, I'll tell you what, 54 race winless streak comes to an end. Got to be a relief for everyone over at Joe Gibbs Racing to get this one knocked out.
1: Yeah. Yeah. A relief to get that over the hump and then they can focus on what they want to do from here. The other piece I, I I would speak of for this weekend at Dover if you look, now, short of the 54 having a fueling issue on their last stop. Right, right, yes. They had four of the top six cars for the whole last stint. Yeah. I and mean, the 54 had to go into fuel save. I think that Chris told him he had to save seven laps of fuel. So he was he was on full yeah. cut back Then the caution, obviously, alleviated that with tend right. to go. But, um, you know, what a great outing for uh, Joe Gibbs Racing. Uh, all all four cars were strong
0: all four cars were strong really really good up there truex was able to get the win um boy i'm telling you what we talk about the strategy calls for truex uh denny hamlin fast race car but man they just seem to be able right now to to mess things up their pit road is poor yeah
1: i i feel that way i feel like it's you know they you denny feels that way too so (laughs) they've got work to do and you know, we saw this last year. If you looked at it, last year the 20 car was in this boat, right? At yeah, this time right. last year, the 20 car had speed and just couldn't figure out how to put the, the road, was a was a problem for them. Um, they made a change. The 23 was having a problem as well. They made it some, some yeah, right. shuffle of personnel. And actually, both programs got better. But uh, I you know, they got to keep working through it. The, the saving grace for for chris Gahardt I think their' their cars have speed they've yeah, got fast. They, they've got a pick crew issue to resolve mm-hmm. and if they can resolve that you know finding speeds elusive you've got that you can fix other problems so you know, he's
0: got something yeah. to work on, I think so as well um want to just continue down the 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 top three or four cars here um ross Chastain, very very strong run, Todd as a crew chief um we don't talk a lot about drivers here, but boy, there's a trend with Ross that is getting concerning uh, as far as his action on the track. Is, wh- wh- how, how does Phil, how, if you're Phil Surgeon, how do you react to this? I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know either know. because and, and, you but, want... But
1: I, like, I think the piece that I would, I would come back to is that, you know, that, had an incident with a 15 car, right? Yeah. And, and that's, timing was poor no doubt that that incident at lap 350 understand it right that incident at 82 or whatever it was yeah um but you know the other piece is is we've got to go back and look at it i don't think ross dumped him i think ross just wasn't aware of what he was racing against yeah like like i don't think the differential i don't think ross drove in there to dump him no i think ross was surprised by the fact that that brendan Poole lifted as early as he did to drive in side by side And, and that he wasn't in a position to react,
0: or anything like that.
1: Yeah. I, 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 but situational awareness, right? We we also got to keep in mind that this is what Ross's third year of Cup racing, no doubt. In third year and actually competitive equipment. Yeah. I don't, I don't mean to discount any, but yeah. he's made a lot with
0: less. Well, a year throughout ago, a year ago, he was feeling like he still didn't belong in the Cup series. Mm-hmm. He's proven he belongs in the Cup series. No no doubt about it. So yeah, yeah, you're right about that lack of experience. He's got to right.
1: get to the point the re- situational awareness, fine tuning things. A situational awareness. And and it's um, you know, but he I came back on. and and man, the race.
0: you don't want to pull the reins back on him because man when he is on, woo. Man, he can cut laps. But if you, if you can pull him, just put, <laughs> just snug him up a little bit. Just snug him up a little bit. That's it. And again, I, and I love I, Phil yeah. Ross. I just, I think the world. Of those guys over there, and come out with a second place finish, which is solid.
1: Yeah, and I think that I think the story that doesn't get told about this weekend is is the sixth car, Brad Keselowski. Brad right. Keselowski's impact on RFK Racing, yes. is continuing to come forward. Uh, both cars finished what eighth and ninth. Eighth and ninth. So yep. both in the top 10 first time and
0: forever I think since 2014 okay. that Roush has put two cars in the top 10 consecutive weeks. Yes. That's that was my next bullet point here because yeah. I agree with you. That's that's they're coming. And,
1: and and this
0: wasn't like a ho-hum. No.
1: They got a they got a penalty for an uncontrolled tire. It set the sixth car to the back and they recovered from it. Mm-hmm. If they don't have that penalty, we talked about yeah. you know Chris Gayhart and his situation. If the sixth car doesn't have that penalty, he races for the win. Yeah, he was that good he was he was as good as blaney if not better and blaney was about 12 inches from clearing martin truex jr on that last restart yeah like so i you know kudos to brad and and what that program's turning into i I think they're they've, they've got great things coming
0: i agree i that was that was my other big note on it real quick notes um josh Berry super sub Another top-ten finish. He'll be a cup driver next year. Yes, he will. I don't know where, but he'll be a a, cup driver next year. Well, yes, he will be a cup driver next year. And finally, um, Xfinity Series. It was an all-Truex weekend. Ryan Truex. um, Pairing up with Jason Ratcliffe, I'm telling you, if I have a... If I if I have a, a, a kid that wants to go racing and anything like that, I'm like, let's find out where Jason Radcliffe is and get him paired up with him. Because uh, Ryan Trex has had a great year, five races, three top fives, now a win. Uh, it's exactly what a young driver needs to do. Very similar to what Ryan Priest did about five years ago and pulled your resources, get a limited schedule with a good race team, go win a race or two and prove yourself. And Ryan Truex did that.
1: And, and and then his brother was politicking for him in victory lane on Monday, <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, that. you know, for how they can turn this program into yeah. a full-time program. So uh, yeah, be interesting to see how this works out. Ryan's a great kid. Uh, yeah. Got to work around him and Martin at, at, at MWR back in the day. Okay, that's right, uh, yeah. So yeah, uh, they, he ran a couple of Xfinity races yeah. for them and a and, uh, really great kid.
0: Fascinating stuff, that is for sure. Great stuff for sure. We're going to talk a lot about the Xfinity Series today. Mike Shiplett is the uh, competition director at Richard Childress Racing. He's going to join us here in just a moment. Uh, I want to mention this. A lot of times, I mention this at the end, and I know probably some of you are doze or log off once we get done with the interview. If you like what we're doing here on Crew Call, like this channel, Motor Racing Networks, the YouTube channel, or or wherever you listen to this podcast, like it, subscribe, and uh, share it with your friends too. We appreciate that just um you know just just share just just tell the world uh that you're liking what we're doing here on crew call so we're liking what we do on crew call when we get to talk to a guy like mike shiplett and we'll do that next
1: the nascar season is here and toyota racing is looking for clashers did you clash at the coliseum with your favorite toyota drivers
0: Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Going to talk a lot about the Xfinity Series today. And who better to talk to than the competition director up at Richard Childress Racing. Joining us en route from one meeting to another because this is a short week for everybody. And everyone's meeting all the way. Mike Shiplett joins us. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm doing real good. Thanks for uh, having me on this morning, guys. Good, good. We appreciate you taking some time here as we roll along. Mike, when we look at 2023, the Xfinity Series, with your teams up there, uh, with Austin Hill and uh, Sheldon Creed, kind of assess how things have been for the, for the RCR camp.
2: You know, we started out the year real good with the 21 win in Daytona. You know, we just kept building from there. He's got three races that he's won so far this year, and, you know, we're proud of that. Uh, we got need to get Sheldon a win here real soon. Um, he's knocking on the door. He's had some really good cars, and uh, we just keep like like telling all the guys, just dotting all our eyes and crossing all our T's and keep building our program one week at a time and being contention with one of our cars to win each week. You know my happiest day is when we finish one two. that's uh, that's what my goal is shooting for,
1: yeah, yeah, I understand that as contractor. Um, you know, we looked at the 21 car in Austin Hill. He'd won Speedway races, right? And you won Daytona again, and and he came out of there even saying, "I want to win beyond the Speedway races." Uh, you've 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 man, you've, you've put him in a situation he's done that. You you've won three races so far. He looks to be very competitive week in week out. Where have those gains come from?
2: You know, it's just a combination of everyone working together. You know, we got a good group. Um, the two engineers, Mark and Sam. And Andy and Jeff, two crew chiefs, you know, we really work good as a group. Uh, We build off each other. You know, we use each other's setups. One guy finds something in the simulation or in the simulator. We work together and try to marry it for both cars so it fits both their styles of driving. And Just the biggest thing is just working together and being uh, one two-car team.
0: You know, it fascinates me because I think back to that great Xfinity Series race last year that uh, Sheldon Creed and Kyle Larson had. And to me, the whole dynamic changes if Sheldon comes up a few inches quicker or, or, or ahead of Kyle. But getting Sheldon back to victory lane or getting Sheldon to victory lane, it, are there things you pinpointed there that, that 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 Jeff and him need to work on? Or is it just a matter of keep doing what they're doing and and, and give it time? It'll take care of itself.
2: You know, it's it's probably a combination of all of it. You know, he's shown speed. Um, just like this weekend, he was leading the race and we hit the two car hit a brake rotor and went through the nose. Mm. So, yeah. you know, you had to take time to try to fix that or you're just gonna be in a down downward spiral all day. So and then that that took him out of contention, you know, to be leading and up front and really battling for it all day. And then, you know, at the end of the race, looking at the stats. About a 70% chance there's going to be a yellow 15 laps to go at Dover. So we played the long game, didn't work out. So I had to come in for a splash of fuel. So, you know, they're putting themselves in position. Just strange things have been happening. And uh, we just got to work through that and keep building a program better.
1: Yeah, I really felt like that. They, they, I mean, as I watched that race this weekend, they recovered. You know, yeah. that was, that was, yeah. uh, and Sheldon talked about it in his post-race interview. He was proud of the speed and, and where they got into. Uh, uh, really, really cool to see them kind of work that way forward. Um, you know, you talk about you and, and, and you know, the, the ultimate goal is to finish one, two, and you probably don't care which one is which, uh, but, uh, you know, with all the Alliance teams that, that you have at RCR, uh, how's your interaction across the Xfinity program, or is it, or, or are you solely focused on the two RCR cars?
2: You know, it's something that me and my wife discussed a lot, you know. Before I took this position it what it it's a different thing you know it's different you don't have full control when you're the crew chief, you have full control of what's going on you make the calls you make the decisions so in the position that I'm in I'm more direct you know I say if you do this, this could happen or this could happen you know it's just a different role and I think it'll help me in my future where my future plans are and where I want to continue my career in NASCAR.
0: No doubt. No doubt about it. The Xfinity Series, of course, you spent a lot of time. You have 24 wins in the Xfinity Series. I think it is. You have 24 wins. Um, you spent a couple of years on the cup side over at Stuart Haas Racing. How has the Xfinity Series changed in the last couple of years now as you get back to it?
2: You know, it's, it's amazingly the same. Um, <laughs> the body, the rules, you know, they've tweaked some things here and there, but The basic aerodynamic package hasn't changed since 2017, you know, back when we were running the program for Ganassi. So picking it back up was, I wouldn't say it's easy, nothing's ever easy in racing, but I was very familiar with it. it. It was easy to get back going and understand where the cars were and the areas that they needed to work on and try to improve the RCR program.
1: So I I guess as a further just to explain to our our fan base um we know like on the cup side NASCAR limits wind tunnel testing to OEM testing and that's even at pretty pretty highly restricted for for the development of the race cars um how's that ruled how's that controlled on the Xfinity side and how's that impacted
2: So it's basically the same thing so we the Xfinity side the manufacturer use open tunnel time. Like you said, it's strictly in four. You, When you go do it, when you go to the wind tunnel, you've got to fill out all the proper paperwork. And it's the exact same rules that are in the CUP side. So CUP gets more hours than Xfinity. So we have to be very particular on what we test and why we test. And it's a joint effort between all the key partners at GM. So we have meetings about once a month or so and really talk about what we want to do and how we want the wind tunnel program to go and what we should and should test.
1: Yeah, interesting, interesting. And staying on the tech, uh, the techy guy yeah. side of things, um, you know, you look at motor programs between Xfinity and Cup, and our levels really aren't that dissimilar between the two. With where Cup is at this point, I don't, I don't believe. Maybe I'm wrong. You correct me there. But how, uh, how close does the Cup and Xfinity motor programs kind of tie together?
2: They do in a way. Um, so, the, the cup is at 750 horsepower and Xfinity Xfinity is basically 650. Um, Xfinity, you have to run sealed engines more than you do in cup. So, basically, I think cup, if I remember correctly, unless I've changed it, you had to run a short block for two races. Or two races, and Xfinity is four races. Okay. Um, so, you, and that's for the whole long block. So you basically can only change valve springs unless you have a problem with something, you know, and you've got to just run them longer, which it equals out to about the same mileage when you do a cup race to an Xfinity race. with the mileage of the parts, you are turning a little bit less RPM, um, roughly, I would say maybe about five, six hundred RPM less an Xfinity car than you are a cup car. So. In the Cub cars, you know, you shift more now with the the sequential shift transmission. So the RPMs are through the roof sometimes where the gear ratios that they've spec out and all the rules they have for the transmissions, we really cannot shift on an old. There's just too much um, gap in between third and fourth. So we really don't have that option. Some people... I could hear a little bit maybe at Phoenix some people were trying, but it's nothing like it was back in sixteen and seventeen when we were shifting at a lot of places with Xfinity. So the less shifts that saves the engine. Um ECR, they, they make so much power and they're such a great engine supplier. Um I don't worry about anything that comes on that side of it. They bolt in the best piece to all of our cars, all of our customer cars and uh they're just outstanding. Yeah. Everything they do at ECR.
0: Yeah, I can't imagine. Uh, I can't imagine any concerns when you bolt one of those ECR engines down in there. Um, maybe some com- competitors are concerned about it, but not yours. Mike, uh, we really do appreciate your time joining us here. Uh, love what you guys are doing up there at uh, RCR. Uh, we appreciate the time and uh, wish you the best continued success as we roll forward here. I appreciate you guys having me on. I was
2: really excited to. Uh, get to see the ECRs, Speedway engines. That's something that i always questioned for a long time, and I know the answer now.
0: <laughs> imagine that. Imagine that. Uh, it's funny. What are your a lot of
2: sleepless nights yeah speedway cars and i've uh, got all the answers now.
0: Yeah, one of your cohorts up there, Randall Burnett on the cup side, he said, I always wondered what it would be like to work with Kyle Bush. I know the answer now, <laughs> what Kyle Bush had. You know the answer, what ECR has as well. Fascinating stuff really is. Mike, yeah. thanks for the time. Uh, thank you guys. There we go. Mike Shiplett joining us here on Crew Call. Stay with us more in just a moment. Welcome back. It is Crew Call here on the Motor Racing Network. Love catching up with Mike Shiplett, uh, one of the really good guys in the garage area. Always been. Todd, uh, Mike, you were one of the guys. I always talk about this here on the show. There are guys in the garage area that are us radio guys, go-to guys. You know, When there's something we don't understand about their team or even other teams, you were always one of those guys. Mike's always been one of those guys. Hey, explain this to me. And he's always been good about it. really good guy.
1: Yeah, yeah, really good guy, and, and and love where he's landed there, and he's had an impact. He has. obviously you see Austin Hill has got three wins this year, got himself past Speedway wins. Uh, you know, it's it's a uh, it, it's a good piece, and I think you know he'll continue to have an impact on that program with with Sheldon Creed, and uh, look for them to get to Victory Lane. They had a good run, a good recovery at Dover. Yeah, they, they've had speed at times. They just. Put it all together.
0: That's part of the growing thing. Yeah, speed, recovery. Those are things that ultimately are going to win your races. Yeah. Having all of that put together. And those ECR Speedway motors, right? (laughs) That was awesome. That was awesome. Hey, I'd like to remind you, if you're attending the All-Star Race at historic North Wilkesboro Speedway, uh, Racing Electronics Scanner Rentals must be purchased in advance online at RacingElectronics.com. And your last day to rent for the All-Star Race is May 19th. Uh, the new policy, the new protocols are no walk-ups will be allowed. So make sure you go to RacingElectronics.com. With every Racing Electronics uh, scanner rental, you hear uncensored communication from every team in the race. Or you can tune into the MRN broadcast and commercial comedy show. Yes. Well, that's sometimes, that's rarely funny, but it is uh, a comedy humorous. show. Yes, humorous. <laughs> yes, humor humor us by tuning into it, that's for sure. Get yours now by May 8th. Listen to this May 8th you can save 20% off your North Wilkesboro rental purchase. Head on over to racingelectronics.com to secure your scanner rental today. So Racing Electronics man I am telling you there was a study we have talked some uh, Todd, this year about the at track experience and how good being at the track is and you know just the the midway the fan for, there there was a study a couple years ago the at track experience with a scanner Versus without a scanner is also a big thing. So make sure you get your racing electronic scanner. It's incredible what you can hear on those scanners.
1: Yeah, yeah, it definitely is. It definitely is. You can tune into your, you know, listen to the, listen to the driver to yeah. spotter to crew chief conversation that happens during the race. It's not filtered at all. Um, but warning you, it's not filtered at all. That's exactly <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, but uh, you know, and any other piece is is that think of a big block Chevrolet. Yep. Four five four point zero zero zero. That's uh. That you're gonna MRN. listen to your whether it's MRN. I think PRN is PRN's on that on as too. well. Yes, depending exactly. on what racetrack we're at, but that'll be the radio broadcast and uh, lots of good information there. Um, yep. to 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 end up in both places, but uh. Yeah, uh, the racing experience is totally another level when you've got a scanner and you've got yep. access to all that information.
0: No doubt about it. And we are headed off to Kansas, Kansas yeah. City. Headed to Kansas City, Kansas City. Here you come. You're going to be our booth as our analyst. What are you looking for when we roll into Kansas?
1: Yeah, this is a great racetrack. Well, I, one of my favorites. Yeah. I love the place. Progressive Banking from 17 to 20. Uh, you'll see guys that run just stuck on a wall. Um, Kurt Busch won this race last spring, and I actually noticed it on Saturday, and it was my call of, of you who would win. It, that's right, he was able to make speed without being stuck on a wall, which many could pass cars. And it's going to be um, to me, I'm going to be interested to see how Billy Scott and Tyler Reddick work together because Tyler's like he's Mister Glue himself on a wall. Yeah, but Billy understood that this race was won by a car that could run off the wall Lovely. because you could pass cars. So how that how that interaction happens was a Toyota really friendly racetrack yes, last was. year we'll let's see how it goes this year with with uh you know twenty three eleven. yeah won both, both races. races
0: bubble won the fall race there yeah absolutely with the same car oh how about that and tyler reddick has that car that this car time. so there we go but from what i heard
1: okay so, yeah um yeah it, 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 i think it's gonna be a, i love the place it's got it's aged enough the the yep, lap times fall fun. off it that makes good fun. racing it's got multiple grooves Um, you know, as the tires wear off, you end up stuck on a wall. The guys can get off of it can make passes, slide jobs, play a time. I mean, it's, it's, I like, I I love Kansas. I'm glad to have it on my schedule.
0: Yes, no doubt about it. It's going to be fun. That's for sure. And, uh, we'll have you covered all weekend long. We might even, uh about getting some barbecue out there. Yes, we will. Oh my gosh, absolutely. Good stuff for sure. Headed to Kansas City. We have got a busy, busy day on Saturday on the Motor Racing Network. Three separate broadcasts. We start off at 2 o'clock Eastern time. The General Tire 150 for the Arkham Menard Series. So now we're getting into the the bread and butter of the Arkham Menard Series. So we've got the Super Speedway stuff out of the way. Uh, We're going to see on an intermediate track who's got what with the Arkham Menard Series. So can't wait to see that. That's at 2 o'clock, 5 o'clock Eastern time. NASCAR Cup Series practice and qualifying, 7:30 on Saturday evening, the Heart of America 200 NASCAR Craftsman Truck Series race, and then Sunday afternoon 2 p.m. Eastern time. It is the Advent Health 400 NASCAR Cup Series race. Fun, fun times, man. I'll tell you what, love going to Kansas. That's for sure.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I love the, I love the place. Remember going to that racetrack when it was the only thing there and it's,
0: it's quite an environment now. I remember driving from Topeka. I was with IWX Motorsports, Express Motorsports. IWX Motor Freight was a sponsor. We were coming back from Topeka and we were coming east and we were headed up to the airport and our team manager got by the name of Dave Fuge at the time says, I think that's where they're building that racetrack. Over there was where we are headed by on 465, or whatever the road is there. And I'm like, in the middle of that field, those trees, now it's a city out there. Yes. It's amazing. Yeah, it really is. Really cool environment. It really, truly is. It's a fun environment, fun time. We hope you can join us at the racetrack, but if not, on Motor Racing Network. We do appreciate Mike Shiplett from up at RCR joining us. More important than all of that, though, thank you for joining us here this week on Crew Call.